0: everybody, welcome to Whistle While You Work podcast. This is episode 39. We just got home from Disney World.
1: Boy, it was like it was an amazing trip.
0: Yes, and it was a 5-day trip, but I don't know, I feel like it just went so smoothly. We did some new stuff, which was exciting, including a different park. We went to Universal, right?
1: Yeah. That was that was kind of the addition to the mix here. But, you know, and, and it's not to say that like, it was a, it was, every day was perfect. Like there was.
0: Oh, we had issues. We
1: had some issues, but like, it was an amazing trip because those issues just didn't seem to be as big a deal as.
0: I think we're mentally healthier. I think that was a big part of it. Yeah. But I do think that, um, for me, so just if you're listening to this later, we went the week of Thanksgiving break. And so I think our expectations were pretty low as to like what we'd be able to get done and be able to enjoy is because we like doing lots of roller coasters as a family. We have four sons. And so I think um, just the fact that we're able to do so much and we all just rolled with a lot of the punches. I think that was for me a big, big part.
1: Yeah. I, you know, if you listen back to some of our earlier episodes and we talk about, you know, what are some of the keys to having a successful trip? One of those is to manage your expectations, right? And so before we went, um, in fact, did we, did we do it in the airport? Maybe we were doing it in the airport. I can't remember, but we said, hey, let's, maybe we should lay out here our expectations for this trip. And for me, it was, there's going to be a lot of people, and I know that going in, which means that there will be long lines, there will be big crowds, and just having that expectation already framed out in my mind made it to where, and I I said that I wouldn't do it. So you have to you have to call me on it if it's not true. But I said I'm not going to complain once about a long line or the crowds or anything. I'm just not going to do it because I already know that going into it that's going to be the case. So there's no point in complaining about it after the fact.
0: Yeah. No. I think I think you followed through with that one. So that's I'm sure that was refreshing for you. It was <laughs> like to- I
1: just I had such a good time and I just. I just didn't ever worry about that. Now, when you contrast that with other trips that we've had where the expectations were different, right? So, you know, our Disneyland trip a little while ago, when we planned that Disneyland trip and we looked at the crowd forecast calendars, like on a scale of one to 10, the crowds were supposed to be ones and twos and threes when we booked that trip. But when we got there, we found that they were closer to seven, eight, and nine, right? And that messes with you a little bit because all of a sudden you're just like, man, this isn't the trip I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, So I've kind of learned a little bit that uh, part of managing my expectations is to not pay any mind to what these crowd forecast (laughs) calendars say. Like my experience generally is it's going to be busy. And when you go over the holidays, you know it's going to be extra busy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do. I still put stock in some of those crowd calendars when I'm planning. But, you know, just in case you're wondering, like, why would we go the week of Thanksgiving? Well, we have two high schoolers and a middle schooler. And we've just learned from experience that pulling them out of school is just, it's just getting harder and harder. And so we, you know, we wanted to book our DVC trip. We wanted to use our DVC points this time. And, you know, you have to book way in advance. And we just were like, okay, well we know our kids are not going to be in school at this time. So let's go. We did try to be as smart as possible. We went Saturday to Wednesday. Um, we weren't there actually on Thanksgiving day. So yeah, kind of our plan.
1: I, you know, look, you say, why would you go with it? Why would you not go over <laughs> Thanksgiving? That's kind of the experience I came away with. Like it was so awesome and the things that we got to do. And so I'm just I'm excited to talk about it yeah. and, and talk about some of our takeaways and some of the experiences and some things that we've noticed, um, maybe that have been different from the past.
0: Well, and I think this hopefully will help us create a list of epi- like episodes we can do to like really talk about some of these different things. But today we just kind of wanted to like review highlights of what we enjoyed while the, the trip is fresh on our brain. So why don't you start? What's one of your first highlights? Well, I'm
1: just going to start like right away. So we so first of all, um, we took a 5:05 a.m. flight from Houston. Yeah. Which, which meant that we were up at like two something to get ready and, and everything, get to the airport, et cetera. So our plan this entire trip was we were going to maximize every day we were there. So that's why we left at 5.05 a.m. And that's why our return flight home wasn't till 10.35 p.m. on Wednesday night, right? We literally got entire full five, days in yeah, five days. every yeah. day that we were there. So first thing we did was we went to Animal Kingdom. That was the first. Oh, I
0: thought your highlight was going to be that that nope. we're able to get through security at the airport. Nah. You, were, you were so excited about that. Anyway. I was
1: pretty excited about that because my my experiences <laughs> at security lately have not been super good. But that was pretty good. Good job, uh, Houston Hobby TSA folks. But my real highlight is so we get to Animal Kingdom, and one of the first things that we got to do was the Kilimanjaro Safari. I don't think I've ever done the safari like in the morning.
0: Mm, That's true. That was a great experience. So
1: it was so cool because I actually saw different things. I saw the animals in different places than I've ever seen them before. And that that was really neat because... I, I've actually kind of gotten used to the safari. Like, I know where I'm going to see things. I know where the giraffes will be. I know where the lions are laying down. You know, they're all in the same spot all the time. And Was we went on. Was it the
0: cheetahs? Or the, and this time the yeah, cheetahs. They were moving around. They were
1: moving. They're never moving. They're always like,
0: laying back in the back by the fence.
1: I always say the cheetahs are like the third laziest animals on the safari <laughs> next to the lions and the crocodiles. Oh, God. <laughs>
0: They got to save up their energy to run really fast.
1: <laughs> yeah, for all two seconds of it before yeah. they have to take cool perfect. down. So um, it was cool because we just saw it, and I'm I'm looking at some of my pictures at things that I saw that you know we don't normally get to see in 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 the action that they're in. You and took it was so many cool. pictures
0: every time. I don't I don't take as many pictures as I used to because I'm like I have so many of these same pictures. Well,
1: and again, I went into it. My expectation was to not take pictures because I'm like, <laughs> stop taking pictures of the safari. You've got a lot of safari pictures, and then I'm on there, and I'm just like, "But I don't have this picture, <laughs> so I had to take it, right?" Um, and one of the cool ones is so so. Usually, when we see the hippos, for instance, and this is why it just popped out. Usually, when we see the hippos, they're in the water, right? Like. I can't ever remember being on safari. And the they can safari. hold their breath for eight minutes. Yeah, and I, I just don't ever remember being on safari and seeing the hippos not in the water. And this time we saw the hippos not just out of the water, but they were both out on the land just kind of sunbathing, right? And it was just cool because you just you, you saw them in a different context, I guess.
0: Well, I love that one. Well, I'm going to share two of my highlights because they kind of go together. First of all, I was very excited that the spreadsheet that I created for this trip, like I don't, I don't, I used to plan like we're gonna go this ride, this ride, this ride, like all that stuff. I used to do that, but I don't do that anymore. But I do make a spreadsheet where I know where the park hours are because I want to be able to know, okay, does it doesn't make sense to go to that park second because it's going to close at six or whatever. Anyway, we had a 5.05 a.m. flight and I, um... Which is six oh five Eastern time, but in my spreadsheet and in my planning, I was like, "We are gonna. I bet we will get to Animal Kingdom at ten o'clock." And what time do we get there?
1: Like ten oh one. Yeah, it was amazing. We were I was off by a minute.
0: So <laughs> excited, like we traveled across half the country, and I was able to know that we were gonna get there at ten o'clock. So anyway, that was just really exciting for me. And
1: well, and you know what's cool about that? Um, I think this is really cool because part of it was. You know, we had to bake in the fact that we were going to have to get an Uber from the airport and or, check and we'll have to go and check our luggage bags. at the hotel because we're there too early. Well, and so our room to, wasn't going to
0: pick up our bags from baggage claim. Oh, yeah. Which and, is and a never big know. wild card.
1: Yeah. And so to get all of that and then to still be literally walking into the gates at 10.01, like that was pretty cool. So, well, and
0: we had a tailwind, remember, so the airplane got there, which yep. offset the really a long time we'd wait for our bags. Anyway, it's just those those are like big things to me which seems small to some or they don't even care about yeah um okay so just really quick while we're at animal kingdom I just had to talk about the fact that when we did the single writer we did that a couple times I wrote with some non-english speaking people and I got to experience what you always talk about getting to sit with someone that's non-english speaking and they're with like their groups in front of them but you're there that they happen to be the odd one that gets stuck with a single writer and I it was just a really fun experience.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I've been saying it all along, right? You gotta, you gotta ride with the folks from another country because, like, this is like super magical to them, especially, right? Yeah. And um, I don't know to what degree most of them understand or speak English yes, usually, yeah. and so all these instructions, these things, like, I can't. I just think back on the time when I used to live in Italy, and especially when I first got there, was brand new, walking through the airport, and I. You know, didn't even though even it. though I spent three months learning the language, I didn't under those they were not speaking the same Italian that I learned, right? <laughs> and so I can imagine what it's like when you're on a thrill ride with a bunch of people and you're hearing all this stuff and then you get to ride with some complete stranger.
0: And it looks like the road the ride's broken, you yep. know, the Yetis yep. broken the track. Yep.
1: Um <laughs> that's awesome. I love that. I love that story.
0: All right, what's your next highlight?
1: Um so I I wanna <laughs> I just want to. I want to stay in Animal Kingdom for a second, right? Um, and I want to talk about a monkey. <laughs> so there, as you as you're going between Africa and Asia, the yes. Okay, yes. okay, there is a there is a an area where there's a lot of monkeys. It's a monkey house. I don't know what they call it. I don't even know what kind of monkeys they are. I probably should, but I don't. They're they're are they apes or monkeys? They're not apes. They're yeah, monkeys. They're monkeys. Okay. Yeah. Um they're not chimpanzees but there's some there's some version of monkey anyways we're walking over there and there's kind of a crowd gathered and they're all staring like really up high normally when these monkeys come out they all they're all over the place yeah. and they monkey around and do their stuff and it's hilarious right but there was just this one lone monkey and he literally climbed to the absolute top
0: of <laughs> that tree yeah
1: absolute top of this tree like the, he was just swaying in the wind back yeah. and forth. Like it was, you're like at any second now he's going to fall, but he, he didn't. Right. And he was just hanging out. And what was interesting is that monkey never went back inside the house the entire day. Yeah. Every time. Well, I, know, but, I mean, yeah. he didn't go back in before we left the park because he hung out there the whole time, just all by himself. And it yeah. was so fun to watch. And I just remember at a certain point we're standing there and I'm looking at him and some, some dude behind me or whatever. He's like, I'll take it's an animatronic. I don't think he's real. And I'm Did like, he really say uh, that? you know, I didn't say anything, but I'm like, you must be some kind of special here. Right. Cause of course that's not an animatronic. That's awesome.
0: I didn't hear that. That's so Oh my funny. gosh.
1: It was hilarious. But you know, monkeys are funny animals when you just watch them. Right. Because obviously there's, there's a lot of uh, relationship to, to humans. Right. Yeah. And so, some of their gestures and the things that they do, like, it's not hard to think of people, right? And oh I just, God, I just remember this watching going? this monkey. He's got this piece of lettuce. He's got, it's like a whole big leaf of yeah. it, right? And he's looking at it. And you can just tell when he makes decisions, like, I'm not eating this. And, and he, he just, just he just it. throws it off to the side, like whatever. He just, just casually. And he's looking around. It's you're like, like,
0: my health coach made me eat <laughs> this. I don't want this.
1: <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Um, so that was, that was a fun thing for me.
0: Okay. Well, my next highlight was that I actually did. I'm sure you guys were very curious, but I did follow through with eating only one known thing each day at Disney, but it seemed like it wasn't going to work out very well because the first day at animal kingdom within the first few hours of the park, I'm at Joffrey's eating a donut and I'm like, Oh boy, what have I done to myself? (laughs) That donut was so good though. I had
1: the thought. I'm just like. She's I I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> it's not gonna happen.
0: <laughs> just, you doubted me, I, but I, I did, didn't guys. Think, and it was
1: because of that Joffrey's. I'm just like, that's where you're starting already. But I didn't
0: have anything else I wanted, and yeah. I was hungry. And that's
1: why I was like, I don't think she's gonna do it because we're gonna come down to time and be like, Oh, but I don't want to try something new. I want
0: see when you went to Satooli though. Later, I wasn't even hungry because I'd had that donut. Yeah. But I was like, I'm not going there. Like, I cannot go there.
1: Yeah, you've <laughs> I've already done had it.
0: my one thing. Yeah, but I followed through. We we will have several episodes in the future about different things I tried because I tried a lot. Of we new we stuff. did.
1: We both because and I joined with you in this challenge and yeah. I met the challenge too. Right, I was I I didn't do it. Yeah, just one thing a day. Right, yeah. and it was cool. Uh, even at Universal, I stuck to that. Right, the only thing that I had that was the same was I went to the the Leaky Cauldron. Right, and got and I the air the, I blow the same on you the thing. whole time. Yeah, that was kind of lame. That's a different story. But that was a fun thing.
0: All right. Let's keep going. What's your next highlight?
1: Um, <clears throat> well, what I'm is,
0: three of like 20, so we'll see how many of these I get.
1: Maybe we should keep going through yours because... You're running I, out. I just okay. look at pictures and stuff. Look, oh, well, I made here's, a list. Here's the big highlight for me. And this is why I think it's so cool to go over the Thanksgiving break, right? Something magical happens at Disney overnight and they convert from Halloween to Christmas. And we got to be there to see not the transition, but we got to see Christmas up, right? Yes. It's just so amazing the way they decorate the parks, the all sorts of stuff, with one exception that maybe we'll <laughs> talk about in a little bit. Okay. But how everything was just so festive because I this is my favorite time of year. I love Christmas. I love Christmas decorations. You know, we have we have seven Christmas trees in our house this year, which a lot of that is is my inspiration from Disney because there's so many trees. I'm just like, oh, I just got to have another tree. Just got to have another tree. <laughs> you know, if I was ever the president of the United States, that would be the most important part of the year for me was getting to decorate the White House for yeah. Christmas because they have more trees than you can imagine, yeah, you know? yeah. And I would, by the way, if I was present, I would make sure we pick out a better looking tree than the ones they typically get. Because the national tree they end up putting up, I always think is pretty sad looking.
0: I'm sure they have to do it politically. They got to pick one from a certain state or whatever. Whatever. Okay. I pick a better looking tree. Let's go to that evening. So we did Animal Kingdom for five hours. We went back to our hotel for a little bit and then we did magic. And so we that same day we wanted to do it's a small world um in memoriam to a family member that had passed on. Um which was really neat to do and I, I I hadn't done that ride in a long time and it was like, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing." And I just loved it. It was just like refreshing. I think sometimes rides like that if I space it out um and don't do it every time, it becomes even more magical. But to me, the cool part was when we left, I was hearing this big loud sound. I was like, what is that? And it was the fireworks that were like being launched from the roof of its small world. It was like, boom, boom. And it was just, we didn't, we didn't plan on watching the fireworks show um, in front of the castle that night. Um, But I don't know. That was just kind of a highlight for me.
1: Yeah, that was, that was pretty neat. You know, I think um, for me, if there was something that I wanted to make sure we did, it was that we rode, it's a small world. So, you know, this was, this was in honor of my aunt Linda and, and I've talked about aunt Linda and uncle Steve before, cause they were the ones they were really the ones that took me to Disneyland growing up all the time. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, small world was, was aunt Linda's favorite ride. Now, obviously, the one in Disney World is different from the one at Disneyland. It's very different for a lot of reasons. I and and w- I think we covered this previously. The Disneyland one, I think, is far superior. Yeah. Okay. But they had to do some things different in Florida for a lot of reasons, weather being one of them. Right. You don't have yeah. you don't have Door. Southern California yeah. perfect weather like yeah. you do. And so so a lot of it's indoor, including the queue. Um. But it was just really neat to be able to go through that ride, and you know just think about someone else and something else and enjoy it from that perspective. And then I think you're right. It was just so perfect um, because we actually were riding the ride while the memorial service was going on in California. So that was cool. It was sad we missed that though. um, You know, and then there was fireworks. Yeah. So.
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to make you emotional, (laughs) but um, yeah, that was just, I thought that was really cool timing and yeah, just a cool message. It is a small world. So um, that's kind of what I had for that first day. Anything else from highlights from that first day?
1: Well, I just want to say how tired everybody was at the end of that first day. I, I actually have a picture of it. I was planning
0: on staying until 11 because it opened, but you guys were all done. I'm like, I we, guess we're going home. We,
1: we did not make it until 11. Yeah. Um, it, and that's okay because remember, we got up at two something Texas time. Yeah. So. Um, it was pretty late. I, and I, the bus ride back, you know, our youngest was, he was out like he leaned over onto mom's shoulder and he was out. And I think mom was out for a little bit there too. (laughs) I have a picture (laughs) as proof, but, but we were just so tired, but man, I just thought it was a perfect first day yeah at, uh, you know well on, and you had to get trip. up
0: early the next day to get us the guardian stuff which i just want to say that was one of my highlights that we did that ride four times during thanksgiving break yeah that was pretty amazing yeah good we got job. this
1: we got the same song three out of the four times yeah. but that's okay <laughs> Who cares? you know um but yeah that i was a perfect first day
0: i'm talking about cosmic rewind at epcot um
1: i've ever mentioned that's like my favorite roller coaster of all time it's
0: now. so good like the first time we went on so this this is our our third time we did a couple times for my birthday trip but um we did we took our kids and they'd never been we tried to keep it really hush hush we didn't want to tell anything about it and just looking at Randy's face as we were getting ready to go on this ride it was literally like how he looks on christmas morning he was so excited he was just like I can't wait to give you guys this gift of this amazing ride so
1: and it lived up to the hype. That was my question, right? Was, did I overhype it? And, and, you know, three of our four kids all agreed immediately like, nope, you didn't overhype it. And the last one was trying to be too cool for school. But by the end he was like, yeah, that was, that was pretty, that was pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. So, um, so I want to talk for a second about, uh, Genie dollar sign. Okay. <laughs> Also known it was as
0: like triple dollar sign when we were also there, known guys. as genie
1: plus all oh, right it was so expensive so here's the thing so as you know um, so as you know or maybe you don't know but if you don't now you do literally a couple of days before we left on our trip they rolled out a new pricing structure for genie plus it was called dynamic pricing and the dynamic pricing changed it from basically being fifteen dollars a day per person to anywhere from 15 to 15 $29 per day, right? Uh-huh. And yes, on our last day there, which is technically, it's one of the busiest days. It was the busiest day, and that's because it's also a blackout day, right? Because it's the day before Thanksgiving. It was $29 per person. But I want to say this, because um, <clears throat> while I don't love that price, we really used Genie Plus effectively and, and to our advantage. Yeah. So much so. That over the course of the trip, we um, we rode everything that we wanted to ride with one exception. And that was because the app crashed on me and didn't do what it was supposed to. And I clicked out too soon.
0: And then the ride, too. But the ride was
1: broken. It just wouldn't happen. That was Tower of Terror. And I was very sad because, as you know, that's our youngest kid, Henry. That's his favorite ride. Um, That's the one he wanted to do the most. And I couldn't get a lightning lane for it. And there was no way. The line was literally three hours long the entire day yeah. at Hollywood Studios. So there was no way we were going to wait for that. But other than that, over the course of our four days in Disney parks, right? We effectively used Genie Plus and we were able to, to do it kind of the way we learned to do it in California, which was to move forward rather than trying to reverse stack from the back end up like the most effective days were when I grabbed things early and just kept rolling it yeah. on. And I was glad for that and I'm glad it worked as well as it did, particularly because of how expensive it was.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that that was part of our expectations and why we had a good trip was that we just we both talked about budget and before we went, it was like, hey. We're going to build into the budget that we're paying for this and we're going to pay for lightning lanes every day. And like, this is just going to be part of the cost, which is frustrating when the park tickets are already as expensive as they are. But at the same time, it's like, we're, we're there. We're not going to not do what we want to do if we can, if there's a way to do it. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, I, I, I was just going to highlight the fact that we had a great time eating in Mexico, like. We I didn't think the food was going to be as great as we're used to it down here in Texas. So I thought like the queso, the kids like licked the bowl like they loved the queso. Like you and I both got good food. We can highlight more of that later. But like it was just a really neat experience. And it does look like they cram people in. But I didn't feel that way. I felt like at least where we were sitting, like we were... Pretty comfortable.
1: Yeah, I wonder if that was because we honestly had a fairly early reservation. Yeah, 11 something. It was 11 something. And so the restaurant was, frankly, we sat down, it was empty, really. There was maybe two other tables that had already been seated. By the time we left, it was completely full. And so I wonder if we wouldn't have, I agree, it didn't feel cramped, but yeah. that's because we sat down and there was nobody around us. By the time we left, though, and it was so full, I bet you kind of felt that. But that was a good experience. i tell you what else was interesting about that day is that might be one of the worst weather days I've ever had.
0: Cold and ever. wet. <sighs>
1: like and and I don't mean just a little wet like I mean like downpours at times, right? Yeah. And just constant. It just did not let up. It didn't let up the entire day. Yeah. Um it didn't get out of the 50s the entire day. Like this is Florida, right? You're like I didn't even know it got this cold here. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> but and it was a biting wind that kind of went with it. But we just had such a great time anyways. Yeah. That was so cool.
0: Yeah. I mean, after we left Mexico, we went to the Skyliner because we were going to park hop to um, Hollywood Studios. But this is another highlight of mine, was that we had a Ratatouille fast pass or lightning lane at like five o'clock, but we were going to park hop to Hollywood Studios and I didn't want to feel like we had to rush back to get to Ratatouille. and so. I I walked over to the tour area just to see what like the standby line was like and whatever and I was just like I had the thought I'm like why don't I just ask the cast member if he'll let us go in it's
1: raining outside yeah we're all wet we're all wet we have have ponchos on right like it's and all
0: six of us go up to the to the guy and I was like hey is there any way we could I show him my my fast pass can
1: we get in six hours early please it was
0: four hours early but still he was kind of like he kind of you know kind of okay and he approved us we scanned our magic bands and we went and did ratatouille with basically no weight and so that was a highlight for me
1: yeah that was really cool the
0: kids thought i was crazy but then they were like this is the best." i
1: thought you were crazy i just didn't you know and i should know better you know we've had a whole episode about disney magic that's disney magic right and um you know, and
0: you gave them a cast compliment. Well, and I'll nice. cover that
1: in a second. The other wild card is by the way, at Epcot you'll notice that a lot of the folks from their countries are back working in Epcot right oh. And so in France you had mostly people from France French. or French-speaking countries. Yeah, yeah. this guy that led us in he was from um, from Martinique and you know but he was French, you could tell and um, but at the same time it was just kind of cool that he would look and be like, why not? Yeah. And as we were going through his fellow cast member next was like, what are you doing letting all these people through And he's like, meh, it's fine <laughs> And I just thought that I didn't was see that happen I thought that was so I just cool. was like
0: he said yes I' have scanned my band and I was like I'm let's, getting in
1: let's go right because you know they got to individually override every single yeah. one of those and stuff um, and I did I gave him a well, cast the thing compliment is you
0: woke up at 7 a.m to get that right and at this point it's one o'clock
1: and here, here's a criticism of the system early in the morning. When you are at 7 a.m. in your hotel room trying to figure out your first lightning lane of the day, I was never able to see what time was available on that particular ride. Like oh, I had no idea. It, it just it just, it just, just says, hey, lightning lane is available, right? And so I'm trying to pick things and it would give me a time and some of the times wouldn't work. And so we were trying to do it where I wasn't booking... Hollywood or uh, Epcot lightning lanes that morning because we knew we were going to hop over. We were going to get Ratatouille, et cetera, et cetera. And and Ratatouille was the only one I was going to pick up at Epcot, right? And the problem was, is like when I did it, I had no idea what time and it said 530. And I'm like, really? (laughs) But there's no way for you to cancel it and go back out because you don't know if they're going to disappear. It's literally like playing the lottery. And so you just kind of rolled with what you have. So it was cool that they gave us a little bit of leeway on that. Yeah. To, to make it work.
0: And we we loved it. That was the first time a couple of our kids had done it. And so well, three of our kids had done it. So that was definitely a highlight. Highly yeah. recommend. I do want to go through the standby lines at some point and experience that. But yeah, this long. was this was nice.
1: It's long, but uh, it was cool. Um, So I want to talk for a second about cast cast compliments. Right. You know, in our Disneyland episode uh, last month, I talked a little bit about some of the differences I saw was just kind of in the attitudes and behaviors of cast members in California versus versus Florida. Now, having said that, there were some exceptional cast members in California, too. And but you should be aware going into your experience that the app you're using to book lightning lanes for rides is so much more than that. Like there's customer service available on it, including a chat function where you can chat with the My, oh, it, Disney, Experience My Disney Experience app. My Disney Experience app is the one okay. I'm talking about, yep. Um, and in California, it's the Disneyland app, okay? They're two separate apps, but they, they for the most part, function and do the same sorts of things. Little couple differences, but in there is a place to give a cast compliment, right? Now, I don't know what they do with these things, but I suspect they do something with it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have put it in there but you know the least i can do if there's a cast member that does something to Above make and beyond. to make my yeah. day better yeah. the least i can do is let someone of their bosses know that they're doing a good job yeah. right um, i remember my first job working at jc penny we used to get these little things that we could put on our name tags it was the same thing when i worked in every retail store foley's had the same thing right we get little gold stars when a customer would tell on you for good things
0: oh that's cool and Did so you ever i don't get any?
1: I got lots of them okay. but but I don't know I don't know what they get at Disney maybe it's probably not a raise cuz it sounds like they don't do that a lot but you know maybe they get something maybe they get an extra slice of pie but it's just cool thanks for, for going out of your way to make our trip wow. it, it, you know a memorable experience
0: Well another highlight for me that day was that our kids were done and tired and they had wet feet we all had wet feet at that point we had had wet feet for hours at that point um but i was like i'm still good and maybe we could go do frozen and so we were able to successfully assure that all four of the kids were tired one of them was hanging on i was like no you're too tired you don't want to go and so he's you like and
1: oh, I- I'll, st- I'll stick around I'll, I'll go with you and just like you're you can barely walk up right
0: yeah so anyway you and i had a date night at epcot yeah amazing and so We did have dry socks in the locker. So we got dry socks and you and I got to have a date night. It it was still raining, but it was not like as heavy of a rain the rest rest of the night. But we got to do frozen. And because I had that handy dandy list of new things to eat, we ate in China in a place we'd never eaten before. And they had hot cocoa, which I was like all day. I was like, where is hot cocoa? And I, I mean, there were places, but I wasn't willing to wait in a big giant line. And so I was able to get my hot cocoa. And new food we hadn't tried, and had a date night, so that was a highlight.
1: It was great. I I thought that was awesome. Um, it is cool that we had the confidence to be able to send our four sons back by themselves yeah. on Disney transportation to the hotel to their room, and they were able to just do that, right? Um,
0: Everyone was happier for. I it. think if
1: I think if I had not gone on this orchestra trip in February with all these high schoolers, I might not have had that confidence. Oh yeah, but but having watched those kids be able to just go off and do things, like I felt that our 16 year old was going to be able to shepherd our three other sons. Well, and the they right were going way. to
0: a Disney hotel. It wasn't like we were yes, sending them to a rough property or that's something. That's right.
1: You know, it, you it was cast members all the way, and they were already familiar enough with what was going on, and and so um, that was really cool. I did yeah. think that was cool. By the way, you know, I've talked about this before. If you watch the weather and you think it's going to be bad weather, it's it's not a bad idea to bring a change of shoes and socks with you for the day and, st- and just yeah. stick it in a locker. You may not get a chance to use it, but when we sent them back, it was what eight o'clock, nine o'clock, or no, something. Almost it was like six or seven. It was dark, yeah. so that's late to me.
0: <laughs> it gets dark at five there, but it's... and
1: it uh, it was dark and. Um, but the rain had basically stopped at that point and I said, okay, well, I'm done with these wet shoes. And so I took them off and I put my magic kingdom Crocs on you thought and they were amazing with my socks and I'm like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. And that was great. So that's just, that's pro tip there for you. If you look at the weather and it's going to be a bad weather day, you may want to bring a change of footwear for later on if you're planning on sticking around.
0: Well, another highlight for me was the fact that our universal day, which was a very expensive day. I don't need to brag, but that was ridiculously expensive because park tickets were expensive the week of Thanksgiving and we got the fast pass, whatever they call it, express pass at Universal. It was a very expensive day, but we were all finally old enough and tall enough to do roller coasters, which are pretty much essential. like basically all of them are outdoors there and the weather was dry. Like that was a miracle. I was like, thank you, God. Like that was beautiful. So... So much we can talk about universal, but I just think that to me, the highlight was that we got to do the Veloster coaster, basically walk on because we happened to be hanging out at the ride when it was broken. And we're like, why don't we just hang around for a little bit and see if maybe it actually opens up. And then like, all of a sudden we could see it start, they were starting to test it. And we're like, that means that like, it's probably going to, soon. it's probably soon. And so we basically walked right onto Veloster coaster, which is normally like a three hour like minimum yeah. wait. That was amazing.
1: Yeah. That was so cool. And, um, you know, our kids were, were cool with waiting. In fact, actually they were the ones that were like, no, let's just hang on a little while longer. Right. Because I think we were wait, we waited about 20 minutes and we were just, we were just sitting over there at the queue. You know, look, it had been down for over an hour at that point. And so you have no idea, like, is it even going to open back up today? Right. They had a crew of cast members in the front of the attraction, basically telling people go away. Like they weren't letting anybody in line, nobody in the building. Um,
0: that's really telling if they want to let people line up, If they
1: won't let you line up that, that tells you what you need to know. Like it's not working. Okay. Well, we just hung out and we ate a pretzel. We all had, you know, different things or whatever. Some folks had fruit. I don't remember. I think you bought some grapes and we were just sitting there just enjoying a, a few moments by the ride. And then to see it start testing, you're like, man, we got a chance. And so we kind of crept up there. And after a few minutes, there was a big crowd now. We were pretty we were close to the front. In the front. Yeah. They were like, look, you have to be orderly about this. Yeah, walk,
0: follow us. <laughs> walk, slowly.
1: follow us, you know, and, and we did. We walked on. That was that was really cool.
0: Yeah. Well, and my other highlight is going over to Universal's. So that's Islands of Adventure. So we went over to Universal later that day and they have the Macy's storefront. Like they have a whole area that's like New York. And I just love New York. And so especially at Christmas time. So I was able to, quote unquote, window shop at Macy's. At Universal, which I just loved. Um, anything else from Universal? We got a couple more days here of highlights.
1: Well, I think we'll cover Universal in depth, you yeah. know, a little bit later on. But I, I will say that overall, it was a pretty good experience. Uh, it was, it was probably the single most expensive day that we've ever had on one of these so trips, crazy. and that that is ninety percent just because of the price of park tickets and yeah. the Express Pass, but. Um, And the
0: food, I'm like, we don't need to go into it, but it's a very pricey, Yeah, you think Disney's expensive.
1: That's the thing. Every time someone complains about Disney prices, I'm like, well, have you been to any other theme parks? Because every other theme park I've been to, I mean, even Six Flags, the park tickets are cheaper, but But once you get inside, they're going to get you. It's like going to
0: a movie. It's all the other stuff. That's right. Um. Okay. A couple more days. We did a, finally, I built into our amazing spreadsheet, a morning of sleeping in. So we finally slept in. A couple of us got up early though. And we went over to Jombo house. We were at Kidani. Um, but we went over to Jombo house to look for the tree, which that's
1: that's at the animal kingdom lodge.
0: Yes. The tree was Christmas tree was not up disappointingly, but we did go outdoors and get to watch the animals. We birdwatched that morning, which was pretty entertaining. Um, and then another highlight for me that day was we went to Disney Springs and somehow the other three of our children wanted to eat at Chicken Guy. So our second son, we had time alone with just him, which I thought was really fun. We went shopping and ate with him. And I don't know. Sometimes it's just nice to have your kids one on one. I don't know. Did you enjoy anything else that that morning?
1: Yeah, I thought I um, it was cool. Yeah. Uh. It, it was fun to just spend some time with Jack and it was good of Will to be willing to take his other brothers on Yeah, that's to true. to go and do it. You know, if it would have been up to Will, he would have just gone by himself, I think. Yeah. But you know, he took care of them and made sure that they all ate and, and you know, that that's what they wanted. They wanted chicken guy.
0: And that was, I wasn't going to go there because I've already eaten there. And that's I needed right. Something new. I
1: wanted something new too. And so we went to Maria and Enzo's for pizza and it was pretty good. Um,
0: well, it's actually Pizza Pont or Ponte or whatever. Whatever. Um,
1: it's, it's all, the all over there. Place. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so to me, another highlight, this just worked out so well. We took an Uber because we were going to go to the Christmas party. We took an Uber to the Grand Floridian, and our Uber driver was amazing. He got us in. like He knew exactly what to say <laughs> so that we could get dropped off without any...
1: Yeah, I mean, what you should know is that all of these Disney resorts, and this has been true, this is true on both coasts, right? There's guard shacks before you can get in, and you can't
0: just park there. They don't let you. And in fact, when you when
1: you show up, and we had this experience when we just arrived at Animal Kingdom Lodge, like they ask your name, like they're checking to see are you actually a guest at at this resort? Are you supposed to be here? Now, to a certain extent, I get that. It makes a lot of sense. On the other hand, I don't get it because there's a lot of shopping. There's eating. There's attractions. There's yeah. things to see. So I'm like, are you actually keeping people out or what? But anyways, our Uber driver was awesome.
0: He knew exactly what to say. He's just
1: like, they're returning. And the guy's like, all right, go ahead. We, we were, were returning ret- because we've been to Grand yeah, Floridian yeah, before. Yeah, we were returning
0: <laughs> from two years ago when we were there for a trip. But yeah, it was cool. There was a, a bride that was and her husband. They just got off the... Carriage. The carriage, the one that looks like Cinderella with the glass, whatever, carriage. That was fun. But to, to me, really, the highlight was the gingerbread house was amazing. The tree was amazing. And our kids just, they had a good experience there. It wasn't like, oh, this is dumb or why are we here? like And it was... The party
1: started. Let's get over.
0: The other thing that I thought was funny was that they all had to go to the bathroom there. And they were raving about how amazing that bathroom was. And I was like, yes, they are my children because they noticed how amazing... <laughs> It was clean and private and like the paper towels. Like anyway, just when you use the I bathrooms. was like,
1: you've used these bathrooms before. Well, what are you talking about?
0: Anyway, it was, that was just a highlight for yeah. me. But um, the tree, I mean, the gingerbread house was amazing. I'd seen it before, but they do it different because it, it was even a different spot than I remember it before. So
1: yeah. Yeah. It's moved around. Anyways, that was, that was so cool. Like it's. I mean, they build a house that's so big that they literally have someone working inside of it to so sell intrigued. gingerbread yeah. right? out of it, right? But you know what's really cool? Um, and you can go watch some documentaries and stuff about this, right? But that gingerbread house has a purpose because at the end of the season, they'll disassemble it and they'll take it out to the bee farms. And now it becomes food for the bees to make the honey that they'll use for all the rest of their stuff in the Disney parks. Like, It's just so cool, that if you like look at that but i just want to point this out because i took a picture of it right here's the ingredients to that gingerbread house a thousand and fifty pounds of honey so you see we got to feed those bees okay 140 pints of egg whites 600 pounds of powdered sugar 700 pounds of chocolate 800 pounds of flour Thirty-five pounds of spices.
0: Wow! I remember spices.
1: Dude, those are things you're talking like quarter teaspoon at a time, right? And then tons of creativity. Tons of creativity. creativity. (laughs) Disney magic and pixie dust is the final ingredient. Um, And and by the way, this ingredient sign was on a giant gingerbread man, who was made of actual gingerbread. Right. So even the sign and advertising the ingredients was made out of the ingredients that it's in. That was so cool.
0: That was cool. It, it was just the right amount of time. Like we didn't spend a ton of time there, but we were able to get some pictures and it was just like a cool way to kick off our going to the Christmas party, um, which we wore our pajamas too. That was a highlight. Our um, oldest will got um, pajama pants that day at Disney Springs. And he's like, should I wear these? And I'm like, sure. And Mickey,
1: I, Mickey pajamas. Yeah, right? Mickey, and I got to point that out. Yeah.
0: They were plaid with a little Mickey on it. But anyway, So we all went in pajamas and it was like I was going to wear jeans with our matching shirts or whatever, but I was like, uh, no, I actually have pajama pants that match this and it was so comfortable and it was just like Christmassy to be in pajamas. A couple other things that day, the gun range over in Frontierland was free and open. Like that was just kind of a fun little like, you know, excursion. It was not free to do that kind of stuff at Universal. So it was just... (laughs) Anyway, that was, yeah. I thought that was fun. I got some cute pictures. And then one more highlight was that you got on Dumbo and you got to actually walk through the queue, which you'd never done and experienced. So I thought that was pretty amazing to do Dumbo with Randy.
1: Yeah. You know, I don't like the rides where you just spin in circles cause they don't, you know, my head and stomach really don't agree with them, but it was fun and it was really cool to walk through that queue. I had no idea. I had no idea there's like a whole playground in there for kids to play in while they're waiting in line in the queue. Like it's amazing. It's that so, is so that well is, organized. Yeah, there was
0: such a there was some mom that was like, I know, I know what to do here. Yeah, and they did it.
1: I I just that is that is so cool. It makes me wonder a little bit, like why have we not thought about this at other big attractions yeah. too? But um, but I had never experienced that before, so that was that was really kind of neat. But you know, right before Dumbo, we were on the Barnstormer.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: you know, it was just the two of us and then the two youngest kids. Right. Because yep. the older two had no interest in going on the Barnstormer. So they went to ride Space Mountain. Yeah. Instead. Well, they
0: let it they left from the parade early and when did that.
1: And so we go to ride the Barnstormer. And of course, at this time of night, you know,
0: no one's this over is, there. This
1: is about the time the park's going to close. There's yeah. nobody over there. Nobody at the Barnstormer. Yeah. And so we got to ride it a couple of times without having to get off. We and could have done
0: it a third time, but we we're like, Oh, we, no, we got to go do this out there. But
1: we had to go do something else, right? Yeah. But it was that was so cool because that's the kind of stuff that the youngest kids remember the most. Like, remember we got to ride Barnstorm and we didn't even have to get off, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting there, it's like, well, I need to get off because my knees hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> I tight. don't fit in this you seat. You
0: and I were sitting by, we probably should have sat each of us with a kid. We'd have more space.
1: But uh, anyways, that was cool.
0: Okay, I have a couple more things, but why don't you tell them about our uh, kids hyping everyone at Space Mountain?
1: So. This is at the Christmas party. So this is at the Christmas party. I tell you what, you you start to feel something special when you're like, hey, we might go viral here. <laughs> so as you walk in the Space Mountain queue and you get into the big loading room. The docking, um,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's, not am not I don't know.
1: I, I, I just call it the loading room. Okay. I don't know what it's really called, but that's where you get onto your rocket ships, right? This is where the biggest part of the queue actually is. Yeah. This is where it snakes around and stuff like that. So when you walk in there, you get to also see the rockets take off and leave, yeah. right? And, you know, people on the rockets, they're sometimes excited to leave, but our kids, when they saw that, they're just like, hey, these people, they don't look excited. Yeah. Like, we got to help them get excited. Yeah. So... They started cheering the people on, you know, woo and clapping Clapping and yelling and and whistling and stuff like that as they they would take off.
0: And the people in the rockets would react. And the
1: people in the rockets were like, yeah, yeah, I am excited, right? (laughs) Because this is what was cool. Space Mountain had its own special holiday overlay, right, where it was playing Christmas music and it had special lights and lasers and strobes and stuff going. It's a very different Space Mountain experience. And so this really was a big deal. It was really cool. And so just for the party, it's just for even, the party. Yeah. yeah, it's not normally like yeah. that. And so our kids are hyping this up and hyping the people up. And next thing you know, the people in the queues in the lines, they're like, yeah, I want to be part of that, too. Yeah. And so we started doing it for every person that would every every, time would every, every truck. Yeah, they would go out and we'd all cheer. And next thing you know, like the whole room is cheering every single time a people rocket take is taken off. <laughs>
0: This is like fifteen minutes of it. It was it was quite I got video
1: of it and I got video like at least ten minutes apart where like see it's still happening, right? Yeah. And there's a certain point in the queue where you are now separated You're from blind. the main part. Yeah. You can't see what's going on. There's a big wall. The people kept it going, right? Yeah, that even though was, we weren't there. <laughs> that was so cool and so neat. And so, you know, our our children will forever remember that. Yeah. The day that they started a trend at Space Mountain yeah. that was infectious and caught on. And I just remember it was so, it was so cool The people behind us in line, they, they, one the lady, she made a comment, she's like, oh man, we're behind you guys. You're going to leave. No one's going to cheer for us. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I said, no, these people will keep it going. And, and I hope they got cheered for too. Cause that was, that was a lot of fun.
0: So fun. Yeah. Oh, very nostalgic now. Um, yeah. So just that final day, we did Epcot again so we can get some more Guardians Cosmic Rewind in, which we did. And then we hopped over to Hollywood Studios. Again, this was like definitely the busiest day there. This is the day before Thanksgiving, really packed. We really used our um, genie dollar sign well that day.
1: $29 (laughs) a person. But it (laughs) it
0: was magical that night. We could actually, when we were coming home from the Christmas party, we could see Christmas decorations coming up in the bus stop. And so the next morning when we went to um, our lobby, the Christmas tree was up. So that finally. was finally.
1: I, look, I'm going to say it. I don't know what's going on at Animal Kingdom Lodge, but they were way behind the eight ball on getting their decorations up.
0: I mean, I stayed at Caribbean Beach a few years ago, and I remember it was like November just like Just 8th, like at the parks, and, right? It's pretty much up overnight. Christmas was there. Anyway, so just the last couple of highlights is Space 220, you and I got to do, which was a Amazing experience. We will probably do a whole episode on that. Um, and then we got to take the kids to Oga's Cantina over in Galaxy's Edge. It's just funny seeing our kids at a bar. We don't drink ourselves, but and we were actually
1: at the bar. We were actually at the
0: bar. So the we weren't bartender. at a table; yeah. like we
1: were literally at the bar. And bartender, so the bartenders behind the thing. Like that was. It was a lot of fun,
0: entertaining, and just yeah, our kids. They all got drinks. Some of them got multiple. Our one got the hot habanero drink. And anyway, it was. I just thought that was a really fun, unique yeah. experience.
1: Yeah. It was great. It was a good time, you know. Um what I liked about that too, by you know, when you go to Ogus Cantina, they tell you, hey, this is intended to be like a 45 minute experience. Like it was not like that for us, mostly because we don't drink alcohol and so we were, were done after we're so we're yeah. pretty quick with our drinks, yeah. right? That we yeah. don't need to go slow. <laughs> um, even with the refills, but it was just cool to kind of just be there and see it and just do something a little different with them. Um, and experience that. It's not something I think you need to do every time. Um, but there's unique things that you can't get anywhere else, right? You know, the, the drink that I like a lot is that Blurg Fire. You know, it's got a little bit of, you know, habanero to it. And, mm-hmm. um, it's it's pretty tasty. But anyhow, that was cool. It was a good way to close it out, um, yeah. you know, our trip. Because, you know, we only had a couple hours left after that before we had to head to the airport.
0: Oh. That was such. It was just so amazing, and I, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I know when people come home from from Disney trips, like I I'm like, tell me about it. Tell me what you like. Tell me the experiences. And so hopefully you guys can enjoy this, um, and maybe get some tips on further trips that you'll take. But we'll definitely have to go in detail about some of these things because we really glossed over some of it. Um, so it'll be fun to do some. I mean, I, we could do a whole episode on the Christmas party itself. Like that. Oh, was, easily
1: so easily it was a lot of fun
0: all right guys well follow us on instagram we're whistle while you work podcast let us know what you think um but we hope you guys have happy holidays and we'll talk to you soon
1: bye